Hello and welcome. I am Dr. Lara May, a clinical pharmacist specializing in functional medicine, as well as a certified yoga teacher and Reiki master. I run a truly integrative health coaching practice, encompassing functional medicine lab testing, yoga and meditation, and a sprinkling of Reiki energy medicine. Join me here on Light Body Radio to break through your health plateau and come into alignment with your natural vitality. Hello and welcome to Light Body Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Lara May. And today I have with me, and I didn't ask you how to pronounce your last name before we got started. So it's Mary Armendariz. Oh <laughs> yes. Okay, great. <laughs> she is an intuitive healer, motivational speaker, and power retrieval coach, which is the piece I'm ex- really excited to talk about today is the power retrieval. Her passion is helping others raise their vibration and step into their own individual power. Ten years ago, during a period of self-introspection and reflection, Mary concluded that she no longer needed to live with fear and anxiety. I love those epiphanies. And during this period, she was introduced to the 12 archangels from the central sun and discovered power retrieval healing techniques. Of course, this was transformative, and now she leads a life of freedom, self-love, and mastery, and teaches others about how to discover and utilize their power within also. Welcome, welcome. I'm going to stop there because I want to hear this story. Um, I also work with the angelic realm, and it's been life-changing for me on so many levels, and now I teach others to work with that through angelic Reiki and angelic card readings and that sort of thing. So I'm always excited to meet and speak with another angelic practitioner. So tell us about your story and all the good details, ins and outs, and this whole power retrieval journey. I'm so fascinated to know. First, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to um, share some of the tools that have helped me because that's my big passion is to getting those tools out there for other people so that they can step into um, a life of more self-love and more self-worth. And that was my problem. I didn't have that self-worth and I was really lacking in the feminine energy. I I didn't respect the feminine energy. And I just came to that like over the last, I don't know, 10 years where I was like, holy cow, you don't like the feminine energy. You are pressing that away. And that has a lot to do with being safe and secure. So my story started when, um, so I'm from a family of 10. I'm the ninth and we're Catholic. So we all went to school. I mean, Catholic school, the whole nine yards. And I remember being in church as a young girl and just going, I just want to feel loved just want to feel loved. I never felt love in the Catholic church. And I'm not saying anything against religion because everybody has the religion. It works for them. That's wonderful. But for me, what I was taught, you know, you had to be scared of God and all of that. So I was really scared um, to even feel love or anything. So as my little life started, um, I was psychic. I could see things in our house. I could see really evil, weird stuff. And I had a little guide that would sit on my bed and 
make me feel better. And nobody believed me. Of course, I was the creepy little girl. <laughs> and um, so as I grew up, you know, you lose those gifts, those talents. And I was in um, Catholic high school and I became pregnant. Uh-oh, there's the shame. There's the guilt. I can't even be around my parents because it was me that felt so dirty so bad and down and so there's the self-worth there's the shame there's the guilt all going down in the tubes mm -hmm. so i ended up marrying after i had the baby i ended up marrying a man who was 15 years older than me yikes so i'm a young girl i was like 21 years old 20 years old and he had complete control over me so i never had a voice to speak up I never, um, I was, you know, because I was such a big, bright light. He didn't like that. Didn't like that at all. So he'd always put me down and all that. Until my daughter was probably around, I want to say, uh, 25 years old. She said, Mom, you have to read this book about the angels. And I said, oh, my gosh. I'm going to tell you what the book is because everybody should pick up this book. It's called The Twelve Archangels from the Central Sun divine intervention from belinda womack she is my teacher and she <clears throat> channels the 12 archangels so i was lucky enough to be study underneath her and learn the value of getting your power back retrieving your power for me it worked for retrieving my power but for other people you know it's you go your own ways but this is what i needed to learn i needed to learn how to be filled with self-respect and honor myself and and not give my energy and my power away because it depletes you and you know that from what your your work what you do with people mm -hmm. and it causes disease period mental disease emotional disease physical disease and you get stuck so so i've been called to put self-healing tools together so i have actual tangible um um, healing tools that you can use, look at, you know, and start healing yourself. And that was all given to through me, through the angels. This is what you need to do. And Nordstrom called me and all my stuff sold out in two weeks. And I was like, whoa, okay, angels, I kind of believe you now. <laughs> do we have your attention? <laughs> yes. Come on, Mary. It takes you a long how many years? 40 something years. Now you're 52. Now that I'm 52, they're like, no, now you're going to start showing people how to retrieve their power. Go back and go, where are you giving away your power? What is inside of you where you're leaking, where you, you have these beliefs and these patterns that you keep repeating and repeating? So I go back, we discuss it, we work at it, and we start healing it and we start letting it go. But the greatest thing is, after we let that stuff go, we got to bring in the yummy stuff and the great stuff. So that's what I do. As I, we look at what's going on. Where are you leaking your energy? Where are you giving your power away? And we don't realize it. We're doing it in the office. We're doing it all the time. When we're judging, having controlling, wanting, that's all leaking your energy. So what do we want to do? We want to step into our power. We want to bring the divine in with our humanity and connect that and balance that. And that's what I do. And it is powerful. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Keep going. Sorry, did I interrupt? No, you? it's okay. It, it, it's okay. So that's basically what I'm doing now. So it's been a ride. It's been amazing. And what I'm seeing is most people are so depressed because they're stuck in this pattern and they're stuck in their mental mind. And it's like, no, you got to learn how to switch that brain. But it's it's hard. It's not easy. Believe me, I've been through it. And you know what? I'm human and I slip up and I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are you going, Mary? You're going down that wrong rabbit hole. We've been here a million times. Let's not do this again. So it's a brain switch. You want to switch from your mental into your feminine um, at your highest vibration. So you want to switch that brain and that thinking. And, and that's the other thing that I show when you come in and have a session with me at Power Retrieval, how to switch it. Catch yourself before you get so depressed, before you go down into that depression and that deep, dark hole. And we've all been there and it's not fun. Mm -hmm. And it takes a long time to swim back up to that light. Well, especially if you're used to that swirl, um, sort of like in the downward direction, which I think so many of us get used to that. I mean, everything you're talking about, like we are, we are angelic, energetic beings in a physical body. We came into this world knowing everything you just said and being still connected to the oneness of everything that is source, the great central sun. But over time, just like you illustrated in your story, we are trained out of it, whether it's through church, whether it's through society, family, school, all the things. We're just trained out of it until finally we're so far away from who we are at our core. Again, that that source being that we, that we are part of that oneness. And I, I, I feel like I'm a, saying it like I'm a broken record, but I try to say it on every single one of these shows because... I feel like a lot of us need that constant reminder. You are part of source. You are part of the great central sun, that source light. We are light. Yes, we're in human incarnation here, but that doesn't mean that we're separate or less than, or, you know, we get to choose our vibration. And I think that's part of that journey of taking our, of stepping back into our power. I don't know if I want to keep saying taking it back. Maybe I think that's a good way to say it. It's empowering, mm -hmm. but I think stepping back into it too is a good way to think of it. You know, like walking back towards our original source light, so to speak, maybe. Yeah. Our true authentic self. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's a good, powerful word to say. I am willing to step into my true, authentic self, right? And so when we do come to School Room Earth, why are we here? We're here for a lesson. What's the lesson? The lesson is that fear is an illusion and love conquers everything, right? And we have amnesia when we come here. Like you said, we completely forget that we are connected. We are never separate. But our ego minds, that mental mind, we get separated. And that's when all the bad crap comes to us and starts happening. And if you just have a little touch of being in balance with that, you can feel the energies. You can see how your life starts changing. But then all of a sudden we go back. So why are we going back? Maybe you need to start looking at who you're hanging out with. What are you listening to? right? What are you watching? Because like you said, we're in, we are energetic bodies. We pick up 
every single thing, wherever we go, even in the grocery store, there could be a negative lady in the checkout line and you're happy and you walk out of that store and you're like, oh gosh, why do I feel so miserable? Because you just picked up their energy. So what are you going to do about it? You have to protect your energetic body constantly. But if you do it first thing in the morning, you put that big white bubble in what I teach people. And if you like, you can go to my website and get the free Archangel Michael sword meditation down mm -hmm. your spine. Now, the greatest thing I can teach people about this to keep your vibration up is, you know, in the mornings, connect with Mother Earth, let the roots go down, connect with her because she is your true mother here. Maybe some of you had great mothers. I did not. She was too busy with 10 kids. She, you know, her own life. And so I never had that maternal connection to a mother. And now I've learned that my true mother here is Mother Earth. Look what she gives us. Look at the abundance that she gives all of us. Isn't that amazing when you really stop and think of the beauty and everything? Everything we wear, all our cars are coming from Mother Earth. She's our mother. Connect to her. Who's our grandmother? The moon. Archangel Morgan is our grandmother. Now, if you can imagine that beautiful creamy white light and that green emerald coming up, man, you are in heaven. So you do that. Then you go like this. Archangel Michael, bring your big sapphire sword out and place it on the top of my head all the way down my spine. And then you just imagine it blowing out and going around that big, big white circle. And you just say, any entities, psychic attacks that come near me during this day, get gently and swiftly bounced off back to the central sun and turn into love. Hello, yeah. we're protected. Yeah. Well, and especially too, I, I want to add one little thing to that is coming to it from a place of confidence that you are so big, so bright, so connected and so full of love yourself that nothing that if anything that doesn't vibrate at that same level cannot come in and cannot penetrate. So I like to think about it this way. So that we're also not bringing in this concept of protection from fear, which I feel like is part of the old sort of psychic paradigm of, oh, you have to protect yourself because and then they'll list all these like fearful things that you should be afraid of. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> and I think energetically we're evolving past that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, because this is a, a universe of law of attraction. And so I think we do need to be aware of what energy we're putting out. Like you said, protecting ourselves, but also, you know, addressing those fears. Like, why are we afraid of certain things? Like you said, is it who you're around? Is it what you're watching, what you're taking in, you know, um, energetically, what is that energetic environment you're surrounding yourself with? Because it is powerful and we are all empathic on different levels, which means that we do take on from outside of us. And the first step to any change is always awareness. But I think especially with this work, the more we practice awareness with our thoughts, what are we thinking every day, you know? address, become aware, write down your thoughts, become a, like really intimately um, connected to your thoughts. Because as soon as you do that, you become aware of them, you realize, ooh, 
I don't like that thought or I don't want to think that or that I don't even believe that's true. Mm -hmm. Then you get to change them mm -hmm. instead of otherwise your human lizard brain will just go on autopilot. If you do not interject with your consciousness, which makes us human, uh, I do believe other animals on the planet also have this consciousness. It used to be, you know, they would say, well, this consciousness is what makes you uniquely human. I don't think that's necessarily true. I mean, come on. Look at what the animal kingdom's doing lately with the whales coming up and, you know, like fighting with the boats and, you know, like all these interesting things I think are, are um, happening across the planet. The animal kingdom is sort of starting to, I think, reexert itself and say, hey, you're not the only ones here. Like, you know, narcissistic humans. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up your act. Yeah, wake and up. Clean up our oceans too, you jerks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> you know, and to, to a little bit with what you just talked about, the, and another tip is too, what am I feeling? So what am I thinking? What am I feeling? Because that takes you down a really bad garden path too. What am I feeling? Huh. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling whatever. I'm feeling my heart. Why is my heart? What's going on? So you, it's, so you just go, what am I feeling? What do I need? Huh, what do I need? Let's think, huh? What do I need? It's not up to you. So you go like this. What am I feeling? What do I need? Angels, guides, fill me up with what I need right now. And here they come, but it's a practice. The more you do it, the more they're going to respond and you'll start filling up because they know where you're off on your wobble. They mm -hmm. know what you need to be filled up. And, you know, people talk about the chakras and all that. that those are our it, batteries of energy. Those truly are what make us tick. That is our light. That is our sound. And that does truly need to be filled up. And so what I like to think of it, like when you're feeling scared or you're unsure, that is your root chakra, right? And what I love to do is just um, get a, you take your little Mary. I asked my little Mary to come in and she hands me a golden cup and it's overflowing with Ruby, divine mother's energy. And you just imagine drinking that and it's just filling you up and all of a sudden you're calm. You feel safe. You're secure. I mean, there's so many great little tips out there. But what am I feeling is a huge thing to start asking yourself. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? Because you can feel it. You can feel it in your solar plex. If you've just been hit by somebody said some something really nasty to you and you're like, oh, my gosh. You can, you know. So start mm -hmm. saying that. And what do I need? Jeez, yeah. I need some joy. I need some love. I'm feeling weird. <laughs> help me. SOS, angel, help me now. <laughs> yeah. Another one I, I use a lot and, and teach a lot is when you finally tap into that feeling, because there's even a lot of us out there that are not used to tapping into our feelings or naming our feelings. So just getting used to naming the feeling is huge for so many people. And there's a little book out there called the Book of Emotions or mm -hmm. the Dictionary. I think it's Dictionary of Emotions. And it's fun to just flip through that and sort of start identifying with whatever you flip to um, just so you can start giving your your emotions a vocabulary. And then once you've identified it, what am I thinking that's causing this emotion? Is it something that I can trace back to an exact thought? That's another really great tool to build this awareness 
and start getting ourselves off of this autopilot train that we're just trained to be on. But so let's talk about let's I really want to come back to um, all the places and ways we give our power away. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's so many, but to put it into context, so people really start to like, start even having an idea of even the minutia. Um, one of the things I've been talking about recently is radical responsibility. And what that means to me in my practice is taking responsibility for, for my energy, for every single choice, for every single thing in my life, getting out of this victim mentality and saying, even if something happened to me that I didn't choose, there was something about my energetic field or something that created it and not beating up on ourselves. I'm not saying that at all, but saying, okay, this happened. I can't change it, but you know what I can do is move forward and start making deliberate choices for myself, for, you know, for my highest and greatest good. Mm -hmm. So what, how does that factor into your work? Okay. So that is awesome that you brought that up because this happens all the time to us. So, so that, so you want to identify, you want to identify. So you're asking yourself, you know, why is this coming up? So you want to identify, and then you want to go back and go, oh, when did this start? Or how did this start? And who was this with? And why was I thinking this? And why was I feeling this? This is awesome. I'm so glad you brought this up. So that what I do, what I teach and help heal people is, is that we go back, we look at that. Now, you can move past it. That's great and fine. But I suggest you actually go in and, and, and stand in front of it and look at it and heal it. So how mm -hmm. do you heal it? You heal it with the violet fire. This is what, this works instantly. So what is violet fire? Violet fire is the color and, and the power of transformation and forgiveness. The, mo the most powerful thing we can do as human beings is to use this color to forgive. Forgive yourself, forgive that person, forgive that situation. Because as soon as you do that, it's gone. The, the, the slate is cleaned, right? So even if something terrible, absolutely terrible, and you cannot forgive, and it is making you angry, and you're a victim, and you are so pissed, and this is always coming up, and you're, you, you just can't, you can't let it go. This is awesome. You step in to the violet fire. I work with the river. And I work with the ocean. The river is for yourself. And when you walk into the river, you are imagining, are you laying your back that the energy, now this is energy, right? Violet fire energy is flowing through your body. And you are imagining, feeling, even if you can't see, it doesn't matter because it's your intention. That's a huge thing that people think, oh, I can't see. No, it works. So you take that situation, say you were... Um, touched inappropriately let's just go extreme here and you you see what's happening to you and all of that that's a really horrible victim consciousness thing and you hate that person you let that energy flow through you and you go i forgive i forgive even what's unforgivable even if i don't want to forgive i forgive it doesn't matter that energy is flowing through you and you're releasing it 
and you're releasing it from your cell, your cellular structure. You're releasing it all through that. Another thing that I like to teach too is your oversoul, your oversoul that is in heaven. What is who, what we're trying to be connected with is actually our oversoul, right? And so you have, and our oversoul is made of um, divine feminine energy and divine masculine energy. And then what I like to do is be, bring in the um, the little child, the divine child, because that's what connects you to your oversoul. So they go into the river with you and you ask them to open up your meridians. So they just, you just pretend like they're peeling your body out. This is like the deepest um, healing you could ever do for yourself. And they're just opening up the front is the fem is the masculine body. The feminine is in the back. So they're just opening up your skin. And there you go. Have that, that beautiful energy flowing through you. And you just release and forgive what has been done to you. The, the victim, the victim self inside of you, because that time, say it happened to you when you were 12 and you just see that little 12 year old and you let that energy flow through and we just let it go. And it is so powerful. Um, we have the power within us, and you know this because of your work, to, to heal ourselves mm -hmm. in miraculous ways. So any of that stuff, you can carry that around on your shoulders. You could be heavy and just never. No, stop. It's the time to stop and go in and forgive those times. I know it's tough, but I'm telling you, you will have such a, you know, I, 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 I look at us like we're a piece of Swiss cheese and we have all these holes in us because we've given our energy away and we've been hurt and all that. Once we start calling that energy back, we're filling ourselves up even stronger, right? And more bright, brighter and brighter, bright light. So that is like the greatest tool for victim consciousness, guilt, shame, whatever that, because those are the lowest lowest vibrations that we live with on earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On the scale of consciousness. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And when so I just want to read, I don't know if we've actually said this out loud, but when we are in this state of victim consciousness of I was wronged, I was betrayed, I was hurt, I was violated. And, you know, no one's denying that. And I don't ever want to deny someone their feelings of their bottom, but it's having those feelings and moving through them is different than living in them. Mm -hmm. And when we live in them, that's when we're giving our power away. We're saying, you violated me. You took my power. I'm going to let you continue to because I'm going to stay angry and I'm going to blame and I'm, you know, all these things. That's where that disconnect comes in. But like you said, when we decide to forgive and forgiveness is one of the most healing, selfish acts on the planet. And it is, I think it's selfish from a place of divinity. Like it's the most self-healing, self-loving thing we can do is forgive. Mm -hmm. And again, like you said, it starts with ourselves, but then the other person, because once we really understand, and this took me a long time to really understand and work through and and figure out how I wanted to interact with this concept as myself also coming from a religious Christian background, uh, Southern Baptist, so a little different end of the spectrum, but <laughs> can be just as dogmatic. 
Uh, you know, I just, I never really quite understood it from that perspective, but um, through, you know, working with uh, things like A Course in Miracles, working with the angels, working, you know, just even calling on my higher self and asking, like, can you help me understand this? You know, there, there, we all have people that have harmed us or we feel betrayed by. And when we carry that, we carry it in our body, it manifests into disease and it causes problems. We don't have to live that way. And wouldn't it be lovely if we could be in our power all the time? Well, turns out we can if we choose to, but it's a practice. We have to choose to, and we have to deliberately make that choice. So just like radical responsibility, we're also now making like radical choices for ourselves that are empowering for us. And then the only other thing I wanted to also sit, um, bring, uh, come back to also the, the violet flame, mm -hmm. which I love working with as well. Um, do you call in any specific archangel like Zadkiel or Lady Amethyst or Master Saint Germain, or do you just work with the color energy itself? Well, you know what I do is I call in all the 12 archangels because usually when you call in one, they're all coming. And I just okay. feel like it's more powerful when you have them all come and what you and once you get once you start doing this more and more you'll be able to see them or feel them circle around you mm -hmm. but just i call all, all of them like um archangel um chamuel she's the divine feminine i always call her in i love to call an archangel victoria she is archangel michael's feminine side right because the angels actually have you probably know that they have the feminine the masculine side too so i call them all in and then if they're like if i'm working with somebody and they're connected to an angel absolutely they'll come in and show up and you're kind of like oh oh this is cool right but i always try to bring like every day i call all of them into me um but i do do a sacred space too so i do like a healing wheel and i actually have my car i just made cards they're beautiful five cards so i do um gabrielle is air right and mm -hmm. then uh, michael's fire and um earth is archangel ariel and then water is archangel raphael right so you so raphael would be a great angel to call in when you're bringing that emotional energy you're bringing working with that flame you're bringing that in because now you're really vamping it up right and so then the, you've got this beautiful wheel and a sacred space the healing and then you call an archangel metatron and metatron is ether so you're bringing this all together this is so powerful and you just bring you know set, set your sacred space up then go in walk in, use that violet frame, whatever works for you. And just sit and go, you know, it's time to forgive my mom and dad. Even if they're still living, who I, I, it's time for me to forgive that and stop saying, oh, you didn't come to this. You did this. Hey, we all had that. But let it go because you're helping yourself. You're helping your children. Guess what, guys? You're helping your ancestors. Because a lot of the patterns and beliefs that we carry around actually come from our ancestors as well. We don't even mm -hmm. know it, right? Sure, and, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, the violet flame, I'm telling you, is the number one tool. And then after you clear this stuff out, and you're going to be pretty exhausted, and you'll get emotional, and you're going to feel those emotions coming up and crying. Cry. Get angry. Whatever it is, release it. Anger is great.
because now you're stepping up to the next level. I'm pissed. I'm sick of this. Great. Release that anger because now you're stepping up. Um, so, you know, it, it it's amazing. Just amazing. And the angels work. They are here. Your guardian angels are here. Your guides are here. You just got to step into a practice and do it. Try to do it every day. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I think it should be said too that the archangels work uh, on the level of free will. So they're always around us, but they can't intervene unless we <laughs> invite them in and ask them. So that's why I think it's so important that people start to make that connection that when you said, I call all of them in every day, I do the same thing before I even get out of bed. I'm connecting to the light. I'm calling in my higher self. I'm calling in my team, my guys, my angels, my galactic masters, all, all the things. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, I'm like, whoever wants to come and play today, let's do it. <laughs> help me, help me. <laughs> yeah. Help me make this the best possible day. Right. And, and if the you, most if you're fun, yeah. Yeah. And if you're having a hard time <clears throat> communicating with somebody, like before you and I got on the call and during my meditation, I called on Archangel Gabrielle because um, she, he, whatever you want to say, like I said, they're, they're both. Mm -hmm. um, she's the angel of airway, right? She's air. So she is the communication. So I said, Oh, during, during nine o'clock and 10 o'clock, let us have the best conversation, bring in the energies that need to get out there so we can help heal people. Right. And let us understand each other. And that's what you could do. Like if you're having a hard time with your boss or a coworker or your husband or your partner, you just go, okay, darn, this is going to be a hard conversation. First thing you do is put them in violet fire. It's what I do with my husband. I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. I put them automatically, automatically in violet fire, right? And then I'm like, okay, Archangel uh, Gabrielle, I need your help. Or I'll just, you know, so we can communicate. We don't get pissed. We understand each other. And so it's, it's awesome. And you'll start learning their energies, their subtle energies. And you're like, oh, wow, they're really here. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, one of the other things that I like to do too, especially if, you know, you have uh, family or friends that are far away that maybe you're in conflict with is like sending them that I'll, I like to call it a blessing ball of light. But you know, like create this blessing ball of light, fill it with whatever you want to or whatever you're feeling that their angels and higher self need them to be filled and just send that to them. And yeah. you'll be so surprised at how relationships and conflict will just start to resolve itself because you're sending them this love, this light, this like feeling is an uh, intention of resolution for the highest and greatest good. It, like it takes the ego out of it too, which is so easy for us to get swept up in, even as, you know, connected angelic practitioners. Oh, yeah. Like we're still human. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When my so, ego, when my ego starts coming in, I'm like, okay, you need to shut up, sit down and listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yes. You know, and yeah. <laughs> and you can like, so right now I'm, um, I'm teaching a channeling class. And one of the things at the very beginning, a lot of people have the question is, well, how do I know who to even channel or who I would want to? And what we teach is to actually, you know, connect to the light first and foremost, always like create that base of love and light by connecting to it. 
That's like sort of your baseline intention and your foundation. And then open up and ask who out there in my angelic team wants to come through. And that way you can start like creating these energetic relationships with these guides and angels that you have. And like you said, start to get to know them on their individual energetic um, level and signature. And then when you feel more comfortable and you feel more practiced, then if there's some that haven't come through that you're super curious about, then you can start calling them in by name, you know, with intention from that perspective. So like for me, Metatron was always like one of the first that came through for me, but I was always curious about Mary Magdalene oh, and yeah. that, that, that element of the divine feminine and um, Isis and, and, you know, all of those, that those mystery schools of the divine feminine. So once I got to that readiness level, I was like, okay, now I'm going to start calling in these amazing, you know, <laughs> goddesses and, and see what they have to say. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And you know, a great way too, is just to start calling on the power of the divine feminine, right? Because they're all going to come call on the power of the divine feminine. And, 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 you know, like for me, God, now God for me as a mother, father, God, oh. right? Oh, I love your puppy. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Mother. So it's mother, father, God. So I call on, I call on the divine feminine energy to receive into my reality today. Fill me with abundance, fill me with love, right? And you're just calling on that. Just the number one thing I think is the power of the feminine because the feminine energy is truly missing in our society. We're all in this masculine, I got to be better. I got to have more money. I got to have a new car. And, and it's like, chill, man, chill. Start calling on the power of the feminine energy and your life will start truly changing. And I found too that the more I call in the divine feminine, the divine masculine will start to come back. So we've, especially through, you know, the late 20th century, or maybe even like I would say mid 20th, maybe even longer than that. I don't know. But into <laughs> this 21st century, I think we've seen this change from toxic masculinity into something that's becoming more balanced, a little bit here and there, not without, you know, strife and conflict and, and pushback. But, you know, there is definitely a shift in consciousness. And the more we call in the divine feminine, like I said, I think that divine masculine follows and we're starting to see more and more balance, which is good. But I, I want to say this too, because there is a lot of strife and conflict across our planet right now. It doesn't matter what country you live in, there's conflict. Don't let that discourage you. And like you said earlier, like the more we show up as these light beings, it's, it's like um, a positive domino effect. We'll keep showing up as brighter and brighter and more love and more love. And that will lead to more people around us being drawn to our light and asking, oh, what are you doing to be so filled with light, love, compassion, self-forgiveness, all the things, tolerance? Like, how are you not triggered by this thing over here? Why are you not so angry? Mm -hmm. How are you so productive, but not so angry? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and even in these um, causes or issues that we're passionate about, bringing the love and the light and the compassion, I think, can be so much more impactful for that wave of evolution and change than pushing up against the resistance. And so I think that we're all in the midst of this great 
shift yes. uh, or awakening for lack of a better word. And a lot of people are talking about this now, but since it came up, I think, yeah. um, you know, it's worth giving it a little bit of airtime too, that we're all part of this movement, but again, deliberate choice, radical responsibility and saying yes. Yeah. So we're all, so we're, so one is affected. We're all affected, right? Cause we're all oneness and that's what mm -hmm. we're trying to get back to. So you're absolutely right. The more people that start working on themselves and the forgiveness and self-love, it's, you're absolutely right. It's a domino. Boom, 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 boom. Because all of us are, yeah, we want a taste of that day. Hey, that tastes good. I want to taste that. And for people that have just because there's no hierarchy, the people that just have mastered a little bit that, you know, we could stand back and we can be in neutrality, right? We can observe the chaos, but we're not going to give our energy to the chaos because if we give the energy to the chaos, we're making more chaos. So that's what we all need to practice. Oh, what am I thinking? Why am I diving deep into this? Yes, I think it's not right, but I'm not going to give my energy. I choose not to give my energy into this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't have to be sucked in and down mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. 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 Well, this has been a fantastic. I love this conversation. Tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Mary Armendaris. Um, dot com. You can find me um, on my YouTube channel, Mary Armendaris, and I'm having my power retrieval um, podcast is going to start. Um, so I'm going to have tips and tricks and all sorts of stuff to for people. Um, so I'm excited about that. And I'm so happy I could be on your show today. You are a lovely host. Well, thank you so much. I, again, this has been a fantastic conversation. Definitely make sure to send me any links that you want because I'll throw them in our show notes. And our show notes live on drlaramay.com forward slash podcast. That's where all the show notes live for all of you out there um, looking for links for this episode or any of the past episodes. Um, definitely go over there. Um, Mary mentioned a free meditation that's on her website too. I believe that was the Archangel Michael meditation. Yes. So definitely go over there and check that out. And, you know, if you're curious about working with the Archangelic realm, you know, sign up to work with her. It sounds um, beautiful and healing and again, super powerful, which is what this episode is all about, taking our power back. So thank you, Mary, so much. I really appreciate your time, your expertise, and your beautiful energy. And we will see all of you guys on the next episode.